Hey there, and welcome to episode number 21 of the Melbourne Northern Suburbs podcast. My name is Adam Roach, and I'll be your host. And welcome to 2019. So I'm going to start today's episode off with a lifelong friend, Mark Nalasco, who's from the Melbourne Taekwondo Centre. So I caught up with Mark a couple of weeks ago to talk about what he offers there at the, the club in Eltham, and also just to know more about the classes and what people can expect to learn and to get out of the classes. So I do have a lot of different podcasts coming up over the next few months. We have interviews from softball teams, the Doreen RSL, cosmetic nurses, uh, more fitness coaches, digital marketing, plus lots more. So stay tuned. I hope you enjoy the season. And don't forget, if you would like to be on the podcast, uh, please send me an email. The link is in the show notes, so you can check that out. Or even if you would like to advertise on the podcast, you can do so as well just by sending me an email and I'll get back to you with the different packages available for advertising on this podcast. So let's go over the interview now with Mark Nalesco. All right, so here I am with Mark Nalesco, lifelong friend. Yes. <laughs> from Melbourne Taekwondo Centre, Diamond Valley. Correct, yeah. Yeah, welcome. Thanks, mate. No problem. Good to catch up with you. It's been yeah, a while. It's been a long time. Yes. <laughs> so what's up? Can you tell us about yourself and how you first got into this and how long you had it going for? Yeah, sure. Look, I, I started back in uh, 1979 uh, oh. after watching a couple of Bruce Lee films. Yep. I said to my dad, that's what I want to do with my life. And he said, okay. And he took me to a, a Korean instructor in Thomastown, very hard, very different back in the, the 70s and 80s. Trained for a couple of years there, realized it was probably harder uh, on a little five-year-old, six-year-old body <laughs> than, than I needed to do at that time. And then I, I stopped. And then uh, I met a girl, as, as we do sometimes, and uh, uh, she was training at Melbourne Taekwondo Centre, and uh, I was there for a little while, just sort of watching and, and helping, you know, taking her there so she could help out, and after my 21st birthday, the instructor said, come in, you know, for your 21st, we'll give you a, a term of free lessons, and I went, all right, can't pass that up, yeah. and, uh, and that was uh, sort of 20 three years ago or 24 years ago now so mm-hmm. and I've been at it ever since well yeah so what drew you to the taekwondo um I think it was originally it was just whatever was closest to home dad just took me to whatever was closest to home yep. and then when I came back to it it was because it was what I knew and the fact that it had just been sort of or was about to be made an Olympic sport and there was a lot of talk around that and and being that I was young and, and athletic I thought I might have a little play with that play yep. with the idea of doing that that never eventuated, but I did get to represent sort of my country a few times and, um, you know, make some really good friends over the journey. So Taekwondo, though, I, I like kicking. So yeah. that's yeah. one of the main reasons I did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's mostly kicking. Yeah. And how long have you owned business now for? Uh, this is full-time. I'm starting on my 18th year. Okay. Um, and uh, part-time, I think I did for two years before that, two or three years before that. Yeah. yeah. So I was running part-time clubs in Bandura and Diamond Creek, which I inherited from one of uh, the other MTC instructors. And uh, and then I pulled those together into one full-time venue in Eltham. And yeah, been going ever since. Yeah. yeah. Always around this way. Yeah. We're above the ANZ Bank and Main Road for seven years. Um, and then we were part-time for, for maybe six weeks after our lease ended there. Then we found another venue. Uh, we were there for five years. And then the lease ended there. We decided to leave. It wasn't exactly a, a wonderful place. Being behind, a, I won't say the name of the other place, but being behind a, a multinational company that thought that they owned the entire 
mm-hmm. everything, the yeah. entire property, made it very hard for us. Went into Greensboro for about 18 months on, on um, Main Road there while we waited for this factory to be available, and I think this is our fourth year, third or fourth year, we're oh, in really? here now, yeah. Well, <laughs> So it's been, been a while, yeah. yeah. And no, this is great. I mean, we're here now at the your academy. Yeah, yeah well, let's call it that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Academy dojo. Yeah, club. We just call it the club. Yeah. 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 And you pretty much got all the facilities here with the mats, the bags. Yeah. We've got uh, two hundred and I think it's two hundred and eighty square meters on the floor of mats. Yep. Uh, we've got another. It's about thirty square meters of, of gym equipment. Um, you know, we've got bags on the walls. Got chin up bars and gravity training systems and. Uh, everything you'd expect from martial art club, yes. except mirrors. No, Too yeah. many little kids looking at themselves in mirrors all the <laughs> yeah, time. No, no, no. <laughs> now, as far as with the taekwondo, yep. can you just run us a bit through that, like like the belts, how many you, know, you have to wait a certain while for between belts? Yep, sure. So um, we've got uh, sort of two systems running with our junior kids. They run from beginners, which is white belt. They go to uh, our peewees first, I should say. They're, they're our four to seven-year-old age group. They go from white to orange. It's sort of a, uh, an in-between white and yellow, which is our traditional way we go. So they go white, orange, and then they go yellow belt with one stripe, two, three, four, five, six. Then they go blue, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Red, one, two, three, and then black belt from there. Okay. Juniors do the same thing, except they don't have the orange belt. They go from white to yellow. Uh, and our seniors go uh, white belt, then yellow one, two, three, blue one, two, three, red one, two, three, and then black belt from there. Um, We split up the system a little bit because we found little kids trying to remember a lot of complex skills, it's a bit bit hard, so we break the gradings down into into a couple of gradings instead of one big one. It means that they can progress a little bit faster, not that their skills are, um, you know, not they're being pushed through gradings or anything like that, but they've got a better chance of achieving a grading every time we have one because they're not having to learn quite as much. Yep. We do gradings uh, this year, we're, we're going every it's every 13 weeks. We used to do every term, yep. but we found that was a bit a rush and some of the kids were starting to skimp on their skills and we didn't want that. So uh, three gradings a year and you don't have to grade every term, you grade when you're ready, okay. um, as I think you'd find in most martial art clubs. Yep. Um, or I'd hope you'd find in most martial yeah. clubs anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, the term that gets thrown around is the McDojo, where, you know, it's just about the money and yeah, you, yeah. you get it in as quick as possible. <laughs> um, we're not like that. We, we try not to be like that. Yeah. And uh, as far as when you get to black belt goes, the number of dans you have is the minimum of, minimum number of years of training between grading. So if you're a first dan, you've got to train for at least a year before you can go for your second. Yeah. If you're a second dan, at least two years before you can go for your third, and so on and so on. Okay. Yeah. So from uh, the first belt, was it white, you said? Yep. To black, about three years, four years? Uh, look, it depends. For seniors, seniors can usually do it, you know, in about three and a half, four years. Yep. Um, juniors, with our, our grading system the way it is, it's usually uh, three, four, probably about five to six years at least. Yep. But again, because there's gradings, smaller gradings in between, the kids feel like they're still progressing towards their goals yeah. um, and it's not such a big you know alright you go, you've only got nine gradings to get to black belt for example as a senior and some people can do that in, in nine terms or nine gradings some people can't uh, little kids definitely can't mm. and um, you know to tell a kid for, for 12 months that they're not ready to do a grading can be very disheartening yeah. in, the, in the type of day and age we live in now 
you know, we're both parents, we understand a little bit, you know, when our, when our kids are playing games or video games, they get to a certain level and then they don't have to go back to the beginning to do it again. They just have their save point and they can move on and move on and move on. Yeah. This generation is very much like that. And so when it comes to being on the, the first level of a video game, if you like, for 12 months, <laughs> you're not going to be playing that video game too often. So um, we try to take that into account and, and, you know, little pats on the head along the way, basically, yeah. to say, yep, you're doing well. Yep. You know, an extra stripe here or an extra stripe there. Yeah. So you find most kids train at least two times a week? Um, surprisingly, I, I, with the number of kids, especially in the Eltham area, they do basketball, they do football, yeah, yeah. they do <laughs> swimming, they do cricket, they do just about everything. Yeah. Um, you know, plus music lessons, with the, you know, wherever they're at. And um, it's very much a Monday we do this, and Tuesday we do that, and Wednesday we do that. We find probably once a week. Yeah. Um, most people come along um, and training once a week through probably beginner to blue belt you can probably grade every term mm. once you get to blue belt if you're only training once a week you know you're probably going to grade every couple of gradings every yeah. two or three gradings which slows it down a little bit but obviously those people who train more are on the floor more they're developing mm. their skills more they're going to grade a little bit quicker yep. yeah so what we offer though is there's two grading classes a week for our juniors and our seniors, our little four to seven year olds, we only have one class a week, that's plenty. And then we've got add on classes from there that they okay. can attend as well. Yeah. I actually do grading classes. Yeah, so okay. when we say grading classes, what, what I mean by that is where you, where you learn the traditional skills of the martial art. So yeah. where you're learning the skills to progress from one grading to the next. Okay. Um, so we actually term them traditional classes. Yep. Um, and then we have sport taekwondo classes where there's uh, competition uh, fighting sport and then there's non-contact uh, pumse or kata or forms however you want to call it yep. uh, that sort of sport as well which is non-contact uh, and then there's also strength and conditioning classes as well that people can come along to so okay. um, and the way we structure it is you pay one fee and you can come to as many of those classes as you like whether you mm. come once a week or whether you come five times a week it's the same price okay yeah and you have a lot of people competing from your club? Yeah, look, we, we probably in the last <clears throat> excuse me, couple of years dropped off on the competition side of things. Up until a couple of years ago, yeah, very, very, very strong. Mm-hmm. I've, I know I've found within our martial art lately, not many people are interested in the, in the contact side of things. Yeah. Um, so our, our sparring classes, while available, not really huge and not really popular. Again, as we talked about, people only coming once a week. Mm. Very few people are going to be involved in the sport side of it. But look, we've got a very successful, you know, over the journey. I think uh, uh, I couldn't even couldn't even guess. But every national championships we've been to, there's been national champions. We've had kids going to world championships and international competitions. Uh, as recently as when was our last international uh, last year? Yep. Um, where one of our young boys picked up silver medal overseas, mm. um, silver in the US and a gold in Canada. Um, one of the local boys, I won't won't name him, won't, <laughs> uh, Griffin Griffin Ray Thomas, <laughs> and he's awesome. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's we've got it very successful on the competition scene yeah. for those people who want to do it, and some people don't want to do it because of the amount of time and effort it takes to be an athlete. And not everyone's an athlete. Mm. Yeah. I remember back in the day you used to travel around a lot as well. Yeah, it certainly did. Yeah, um, oh, I mean, you know, don't like toot my own horn, but uh, <laughs> national champion, state champion, multiple times, um, international silver medalist, bronze medalist, 
you know, overseas career and taking a lot of students overseas, a lot of international champions and, yep. and again, state, national, international. You know, if people want to do it, we can do it. Yeah. But they have to want to do it in a real way. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know, some people think they want to be athletes and then they realise how much work it takes, not only in the dojang and training, but outside of how much work it takes at home, even if it's just a stretch or to do some strength and conditioning at home, um, outside of the classes that we offer. Some people go, yeah, I really want to do it. And then others go, yeah, I really want to do it, uh, but it's actually a lot of work and I don't yeah. think I really want to do it. And that's okay because not everyone's an athlete, like I said. But the ones that want to be, you know, we're here for them. Bang Pai Thai Massage. We offer massages in relaxation, Thai and deep tissue. We open every day from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Come on in and see us at number 11 13 20 Plenty Road, Bandura, or call us on 9466-8996 to make an appointment. Like us on Facebook or become a member to get discounts. Sawadika. So as far as like you were talking about with the stretching, yep. so like with Taekwondo, it's really like the, the kicks. Yep. Yeah, you realise how someone's like talking about they're kicking their head. No worries. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you work a lot on that too with the stretching. Yeah, look, we do. Um, it's just a basic stretch at the start of class, but we do talk to the kids about um, how important their stretching is every day. Yeah. Um, the ability to stretch by themselves and still increase their flexibility. Um, partner stretching for flexibility is probably the best way to increase flexi- flexibility. Mm. But there are things that you can do at home for yourself that can you can achieve the same goals without yeah. a partner. Okay. Yeah. And you get many people in here that from different clubs, oh, sorry, different styles come in to do close fighting. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. we've had um, people in the past from kickboxing come in, and 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 uh, because you know we've had people say, "Oh, your kicks are great." I say, "Yeah, but your kicks are real hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Our kicks are nice and fast, and they can be hard when we want them to." Yeah. But our sport, taekwondo, is very boutique. Um, I use that word a lot. It's not like. MMA where you're trying to kill someone basically or kickboxing where you're trying to cripple someone sometimes you know you want to kick them in the legs as hard as possible so that you know they don't want to lift their leg anymore all of our kicks are above the belt we're not allowed to kick to the legs and with the electronic scoring that we have we've got electronic vests and electronic head guards and then Mm. there's sensors in the feet Um, we wear like a glove on our foot for one of a bit or a sock and there's when the sensors meet the uh, the protectors if it registers with the right amount of force it scores a point okay. um, for the head for example you know the way it used to be is you had to kick someone in the head so hard that the head had to physically move mm. now your foot just actually has to touch it and once there's a connection it's considered a point which is great from a you know concussion and brain injury perspective yeah, for sure um, and one of the reasons that I, I actually like that is that you know you can get little kids doing sparring and they don't have to kick each other's heads off they yeah. just only have to touch to say here's my skill my skill's good enough to get there that's right yeah. if I wanted to I could kick your head off but I don't have to yeah that's really good and and it kind of makes it a bit more spectator friendly I guess and, and participant friendly more importantly yeah there's less less head trauma and injuries mm. you know than some of the other contact sports which don't get me wrong I love watching Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love seeing myself a good, a good clean knockout and a good, you know, it's, yeah. that's combative sports. But like I said, what we do is is more of a sparring sport than a combative yeah. sport. I feel personally. Yeah. And do you have those here, those vests? No, I don't have the electronic ones oh, here. Yeah, yeah. The outlay on them's pretty big. Yeah, I was uh, say. a pair of electronic vests um, and head guards is about uh, 
about twelve hundred bucks okay. for one pair. So <laughs> and if I've got to do that for all the students in oh, the training, yeah. that's you know twelve, thirteen grand <laughs> per class basically, or more than that. Yeah. Uh, it's probably closer to 25 grand per class. Um, and no, I'm not prepared to do that. No, 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 <laughs> not, not at this point. No. Yeah. I mean, you've been doing it long enough, you can see. Let's yeah, look, anyway. <laughs> they know. They know when they've hit or when they haven't been hit. Yeah. Um, and, and look, we do have the, the advantage of Melbourne Taekwondo Centre and what I love about our club. It's been going since 1963. Mm. Um, and we've got 15 clubs around Melbourne. And, you know, some of our clubs take that side of it more. Uh, seriously, so yeah. our students get the opportunity to go and train at those other clubs, oh, and, yeah. you know, train with Olympic coaches and with Olympians and world champions mm. and all sorts of stuff. Um, again, not to toot our horn, Melbourne Taekwondo Centre is the only club. Oh, it's not the only club. It's the only club in Victoria, definitely, that has world champions. Yep. There's only four world champions in Taekwondo uh, in Australia, and three of them are from Melbourne Taekwondo Centre, um, and one of them is from Queensland. So we've got. Uh, patterns world champions, so technical world champions, we've got fighting world champion, and we've also got a para world champion as well, who uh, Steve does, it's combative taekwondo still, but he was in, a, in an accident where he lost the use of his left arm, so his arm actually gets uh, strapped inside his protector that he's wearing yeah. for his body, so he's li- literally one arm blocking and still fighting people and stuff, and yeah. he's world champion as well, which is, is pretty damn cool. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so the advantage of what, well, like I said, if I've got people here that are training that want to take that next step and, and really go up a bit higher and train with our upper yeah. echelon kids when they're ready, they can head off to one of our other clubs and they've got the electronic scoring and all that sort of stuff there mm. as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And now, yeah, as far as where you're located, so you're in Eltham? In Eltham, yeah. So, yeah, how do you best describe this? The uh, best <laughs> way to describe it, okay. <laughs> if, uh, if you know where Rare Bears is, which is the play centre next door to McDonald's in Eltham, we're behind there. But to get into our venue, you have to come down Peel Street. So if you, if you drive into Susan Street and turn into Peel Street, drive to the very end of Peel Street, uh, up the driveway, and we are the last factory in that group of factories at the end of the driveway. Okay. Yeah. So people come, uh, just have a look, check it out. Yeah, totally. Yep. Beginner classes for juniors are Mondays and Wednesdays at uh, 4 p.m. Beginner classes for our PEs, which is our 4 to 7s, are... Tuesdays at 4pm and our beginner classes for seniors are Mondays and Wednesdays at 6.15pm. Okay. Off the top of my head. We've just changed our timetable because we've yeah. had a few, a lot of new students start and we had to sort of split things up a little bit to make a bit more room for everyone and make sure that yeah. our classes didn't overflow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So we had to turn a few people away at the end of last year, which I don't like doing. Mm. Um but we had to make sure that we had enough instructors and enough room on the floor for everyone, and to be fair. Yep. So um, it's the first real timetable change we've had in a couple of years, and it's, it's so far what we see, you know, and the feedback we've got from the parents are pretty happy with it. Yeah. So that's good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can put your link in the, the show notes. So yeah, that'd be great. Straight onto it. Yeah, sure. So from there, they can just contact you. Yeah, so in. best way to contact us is, is via email. And again, you can put the link in there, but it's diamondvalley at taekwondo.com.au. And if you want to know more about the club, it's www.taekwondo.com.au forward slash DV, short for Diamond Valley. And uh, our timetable's up there. And, you know, if you've got any questions, happy to have a chat. And if you want to come in and have a look, we can book an appropriate time for sure. Yep. Do you offer any, like, first lesson free type thing? Yeah, we offer four weeks free. Oh, four weeks? Yeah. So, as you know, Adam, and as a parent, um, you know, uh, kids want to do everything. Yeah. 
um, and I found with my own kids, you know, they'd get a they'd get a free lesson here, and I love it, Dad. It's the best thing ever. All right, cool. We're doing dancing. Let's say, all right, we've got to buy shoes, we've got to buy a dress, we've got to buy tights, we've got to buy all these different <laughs> great, awesome. You know, four weeks later, oh, I'm not sure if I really like it as much <laughs> as I thought I did. We'd much rather have kids come in for four weeks, have a good look, yeah. see us on our good days, see us on our bad days, see us when the other kids are, uh, you know, mucking around and all those different things or whatever else is happening mm. and have a, a, an educated decision, make an educated decision. And then after that four weeks free, you still don't need to buy a uniform or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, we say, you know, fix up the rest of the term. We play, pay it pro rata so you don't have to pay for those four weeks at all. And at the end of the term, if your child's ready to do their grading or if you're ready to do your grading and it's something that you actually really want to do, we'll worry about uniforms after that. So when when you get your yellow belt or your orange belt, if you're a peewee, you'll get your uniform and belt and everything and start the next term with everything you need. Yep. Um, and we found that that works very well for us. That's really good. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what I've heard about that. Four yeah. weeks, that's <laughs> huge. <laughs> yeah, some of our clubs offer a full term free oh, um, over over in the other side of town. But, um, yeah, four weeks free, it's, it's, I know it's probably more generous in this area for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, excellent. But, again, I'd much rather have people on the floor that want to be on the floor, not someone who thinks they want to be on the floor and then they've bought everything and their parents say, no, you're staying. Yeah. You're going to do at least a year of this. Yeah. Because, especially when it comes to kids, if they're not really interested in what they're doing, mm. it doesn't matter whether you're forcing them along or not, they're not going to learn. Yeah. And then it's not a great experience for them. It's always a negative experience because they're being told, oh, come on, you can do better than that. Come on, try this, try that. And they're really not interested. Yeah. And as an instructor... You can tend to bog yourself down or not bog yourself down, but spend a lot of time trying to work on those kids to, to make them feel like, yeah, come on, you can do this. But when they're not really interested, then yeah. the kids who are interested are missing out. Yep. Yeah. And just one more thing. So you've also got the um, viewing area upstairs. Yeah, right? absolutely. Parent viewing area upstairs. Yeah. So parents are welcome to stay. It's, oh, I don't know how big it is. It's pretty big. The change, change rooms and, and parent area upstairs, is, there's enough room for probably... 25 or 30 chairs up there and parents can look down onto the training area watch their kids do their stuff yep. or if you want you can just drop them and go yep. and uh, we'll look after them you've got a, an hour's worth of babysitting where your kids are actually learning something too yeah. oh, so uh, the lessons are uh, sorry the classes one hour each uh, so the peewee kids are 45 minutes yep. the four to seven year olds that's about the most we can get out of them yep. <laughs> um, and then juniors up to to blue belt including blue belt are an hour and then our seniors and red belts are an hour and 15, and our black belts train for an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. And look, we the four weeks free offer is available to any new person to our club, regardless of rank. So if you've trained at someone else's club and you're a red belt or a black belt or a blue belt or whatever, anything yep. in between, and you want to come and give us a go, that four weeks still applies to you, okay. and you can come in and see what we're about and see if it's what you're looking for. Because yep. not all clubs are the same. Yep. Um, you know, we've had people come from other clubs that are maybe a bit more uh, traditional 70s, 80s sort of style where it's yeah. very hard and very full on. And some little kids, you know, mm-hmm. think that that's what it is and that's not their thing. Yeah. But, you know, we're, as a parent personally, and uh, I know what it's like to have to, to keep kids uh, engaged yeah. and... Um, you know, kids of all sort of ages, kids of all sort of, um, as we were discussing just before, Adam, uh, my daughter has autism. Um, we've got a lot of kids on the spectrum here at the club. I was telling you there's about 28 kids mm. um, out of our couple of hundred that are in here that are all on the spectrum and, and we know how to help and deal with them and work with them to get yep. the best out of them too. 
um, yeah, so all of those mm. all those things are important to us. Yep. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, thanks. I think we've pretty much covered everything. That, I think we have. That's <laughs> yeah. great. That's thanks. Anything else you want to? Oh no, look. Uh, obviously, uh, with our four weeks free, we only offer that four weeks free for the first four weeks of term, or you have to ask to be part of that program for the within the first four weeks. Okay. That doesn't mean that when you start, there's only, you know, if you start on the second week, there's only two weeks left. You still get your first four weeks free, but we only take enrolments for the first four weeks of each term. So I think from memory, that's something like the end of February is the, is the end of the four week free period. Um, So if you miss out on that, the next opportunity you would have would be at the start of term two. All right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, get in contact with us with any of the links that are in wherever Adam's putting the links. Yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Excellent. Right. Thanks, man. No, thanks, Adam. Thank you. So thank you once again, Mark. It was a great little insight to the club and what people can expect to see from the Melbourne Taekwondo Centre. So I hope you can join me next week for my interview with Prosper from the Digital Marketing. So until next week, keep smiling. Martial arts, Muay Thai kickboxing, fitness and self-defense. Over 50 classes per week, beginners to advanced. Separate junior, little dragons and adult only classes. Casual classes or value memberships. Come try a free introductory class at Proactive Self-Defense. Factory 8, Brock Street, Thomastown. Phone 9464-4546. ProactiveSelfDefense.com. Come to the